Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Everybody, we are back. And we've seen, today is going to be Chovod Lovavot number 37 for Tuesday. We've seen that somebody may have an influx of money. Good for you. And when that comes in, he explains to us that there's a certain way that we must look at it. If you don't look at it at this particular way, so then he considers that a fool. Well, how does a fool look at it? So explain to us firstly, the fool looks at it um, from a very illegal way. If he thinks that his influx is going to have to come through an illegal way because I have so many people who are depending on me, or I have so many luxuries that I have to go and pay for, and so therefore I'm going to go through it in an illegal fashion, in an evil fashion. That's incorrect. Hashem will send it to you regardless. You have to do it in the correct way. Step number two is, is that the person doesn't really appreciate how it is that money is dispensed from heaven. See, when money comes down, he explains to us that it comes down and it's split. Income is split into three ways. What does that mean? Shemaim splits into three ways. It comes down that step one. There's a part that comes down, and that is for your muzzin. That is for you. Nobody can take that away. That is what Hashem guaranteed he's going to give you for life. Great. And then there's a certain aspect that sometimes comes to you and sometimes doesn't. And that's when others, whomever it is that is dependent upon you, Hashem decides who it is that he's going to give that to. Which yichidim, which singular people, Hashem will send that shefa, that influence of money down through. Sometimes it'll be you. For years it could be you. But then one day it may dry up. Hashem may decide that now it's going to be from a different place, a different person. You have to understand and appreciate how that money comes down. Because a person thinks that, no, no, that's mine, that it has to come to me. One day it may end up drying up. Or if it comes down to the person, the person thinks it's all for me. And that I'm not meant to go and to give it off to others. You don't understand. You're holding on to somebody else's money. And that's incorrect. And now the third, Vahashlishi, page 148. Vahashlishi, Teref Kenyan. The third is somebody who, when... His kinyan, his money, comes and he um, acquires it. But this money, it has no benefit to him whatsoever. He's not going to end up even using it. He's just guarding it. He's protecting it. For who? Until he either gives it off to another through inheritance. Or he'll lose it. It may end up in completely somebody else's hand. Somebody may steal it from you. No matter what it is, that's a third kind of an income that comes to a person. That in Shemaim, they never plan for you to even use it. Now, Vasachal Yashiv, what does the foolish person think from these three things? All the money that Hashem decreed for me to receive. It's money for me, for my own food, for my own taking care of. And so... He runs to go and amass it, more of it, more of it, puts in more effort for it. No, it's, it's supposed to all be mine. And then he hoards it to himself. And that extra money was meant to go over to others. But still, no, he doesn't do that. And he might not realize that all he's really doing in running towards and trying to grab it is that you're trying to gather up for one reason. For what? To go and to give it to your wife's next husband. That's right, because you may just pass away. It may be the third category. Maybe the one in which Hashem only ever sent it for you, amass it to somebody else. Or somebody may murder you for that money. 
or it may even end up in the hands of your worst enemy whatsoever who may come and steal it from you. Yeah. Now, Bashlishi and um, this third mistake, Shunosin Trafim Labalem, is that even if he ends up giving to the rightful owners, like we explained before, it's given to you to give to others, and he gives it to the rightful others, but there's still another mistake he can make within that. That Hashem said you shouldn't, he does, he gives it to others. But this guy sits and remembers. Oh, don't don't forget that I'm the one who gave you that money. It's me. You have to give me honor. I'm going to keep on calling in favors to you all the time. That's if he's the one who provided them, and he's the one who sustained them, and he feels he's the source of kindness for them. Yeah, he expects thanks upon thanks upon thanks. And they have to submit themselves to him. He becomes arrogant. And his heart becomes proud. He becomes very full of himself. And he actually sometimes ends up forgetting to give the thanks to where he's supposed to give it to, to Shemaim. If he thinks, Shemaim, if I would hold back from giving any of these money to these people on Yisharim Metzlo, then it's mine. Meaning, I gave it from me. I could have had it happily sitting in my bank. But I decided to be this beneficiary to them. And if it wasn't for me, then that's it. Then they would end up with nothing. Vuhani. But in truth, in truth, who's the poor one over here? He thinks that they're all the poor people. All of those miserable people. If they didn't have me, they didn't have my greatness. Oy vavoy, how terrible that is. But in truth, he's the poor one. Listen to how petrifying this is. Because this guy works like crazy inside this world for nothing. And he ends up losing out so much of his Olam Haba, if not all of his Olam Haba. So now, over here he does bring on the side, and it's worthwhile to see, saving for future needs. Chavel Avavot does um, talk about people who hoard money, but you should give a look inside over here to talk about how it is that a person is allowed and is meant to save for children's weddings, to have money there for rainy day. All those things are allowed, and he talks about it over here. But he does try to explain to us that ultimately a person should keep in mind, Hashem is there for you. He's going to send for you. He's going to take care of you. Don't worry. All these shalmi people sitting there in B'nai Brak who have married off 12 of their kids. It happened. How the Abishta provides, the Abishta takes care. And also, let's not think for a moment that we don't give a thank you to people who have given money. To benefactors, we give them a massive thanks. I just read in the Mishpacha um, over Pesach, uh, Dovi Safir, he's actually he's a camper finding camper. Oh, a brilliant, Muhammad. Hey, the way he writes is incredible. Uh, he writes this entire beautiful piece about this lady who was considered the mother of all yeshivot, and the amount of money that she gave was really incredible. The amount of letters that he has over there copied of from Rebbe Hanan Vasaman, um, from, uh, from, from the Chavetz Chaim, uh, from Ramer Shapiro, from, from, from all the Gedalim, from Chaim Eiser, saying thank you to her, singing her praises from Rebbe Ruch Ber, singing Rav Shimon Shkop, what he wrote to her. 
all of them singing her praises and thanks. Yeah, we show Hakar Satayip, of course we do. But the reason why he's speaking so sharp is because he's talking to the beneficiary. He's talking to one giving the money. Don't worry, the people will give you thanks. But don't you for a minute forget where that money came from. And that's how Exil, that's how somebody who's foolish looks at it. He thinks it's his own. He doesn't look out for others. If he does look out for others, he believes that it all came from him. He believes it'll always come to him when he doesn't realize that Today Hashem shows you to be the Majbir, the one to give over, and tomorrow, perhaps not. Now, how does the smart person look at it? Page 152. But the um, smart person goes in a very correct way. Meaning that in these three things, so number one, he only will do it in a permissible fashion to make that money, because he knows it comes to me the way. He recognizes that not all of his money coming in is for himself, he's supposed to give it out to others, and he doesn't wait for praise from other people either. And he has betachen, that what's in Hashem, what's in his hands, is coming from Hashem. But listen now to what his betachen is. His betachen is that what will come to him is in Hashem's hands. And he has more betachen. Very interesting. He has more betachin on what's coming to him in the future because that's in Hashem's hands versus what's in his hands right now because what's in my hands right now, it could just evaporate. But don't worry. I have, Hashem's going to take care of me tomorrow. So he has more betachin in what's meant to come to him tomorrow than what he surely has in his bank account right now. It's an incredible chab. Because let's face it, he has no idea if the money inside his hand right now, is it supposed to be money that he's supposed to use, or is it money that he's supposed to hold on for some money in the future? This person who looks in the correct way, number one, the covenant of Elam Hazadi was, it's going to finally come to him because he's not running after it. And Gavalt, as you have an amazing Olam Haba, because he's doing what he's supposed to. Commotion, Ember, Mizmar, Halulah, Ashri, Ishri, Atashem, and Soifai. Okay. Chazaku Baruch. He's now shown us both ways. I apologize that these are going longer, but there's so much to talk over here. Please give a look at the notes here in the art scroll on the bottom because there's so much more to see. Have a great day. You have been listening to a Shir by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.